Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live once again from the JK. And once again, guys, we the best podcast. podcast. Hopefully you are doing well tonight. Hopefully all is well in the world of you and us as people. Hopefully you're staying safe and hopefully all is well. Bill, without further ado, what is tonight's topic? Well, since March is Women's History Month. Yes, it is. And yesterday was International Women's Day. Happy belated International Women's Day to all the women out there. Yes, all you lovely ladies. So today we're going to be talking about women's contribution to film, TV, and music. Hell to the yeah. I'm excited about this one, Bill. And you know why we need a Women's History Month at a Women's Day? You know why? Why is that, Bill? Because us men screw everything up. Ain't that the truth there, buddy? Ain't so we need someone truth. to help us. Yes, go women. We support you. Because we screw everything up. <laughs> it's true. We, we, us men, we, we, we kind of suck. And, Not all and, of us, but a good chunk of us do. Not, a, not everyone, but a lot of people do. Let's put it yeah, yeah. We, we screw everything up. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but all jokes aside, all joking aside, yep. All jokes aside, we, um, all joking aside, we, to, as we're gonna talk, okay, we're not gonna talk about like a lot of direct movies because a lot of the movies they listed we have not seen, and we're just being honest with you folks. Absolutely. We're pro-honesty on this channel. Um, so we're going to talk more about, you know, characters and the actresses that played them. And when we get to music, we're going to talk about the reaction of, you know, of women's reaction on of women's contribution on, yep. in the music industry. Oh, yeah. So, without further ado, oh yeah, let's here we go. Get down to business. Dun, 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 Anyways, we're having fun. Disney, if you're watching me, don't sue. Sorry, bud. Uh, so tonight we're going to start off with um, iconic actors slash roles that these actors played, and uh, we're going to talk about how the actress embodied that character and how that character and that actress playing that character has embodied culture and has impacted the world, truthfully. Let us start with, uh, Bill, shall we start with the Dear Harry Potter franchise with Emma Watson, shall we? Well, that's all you, because I never saw Harry Potter, so. Oh, you haven't seen Harry Potter? Damn you. Uh, yeah, let's hear it, chat for it. Come on. Shame, Bill. Shame. 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 Harry Potter is great, buddy. Listen. Hey, that's your opinion, and you're entitled to it. Of course. Well, there's eight films. There's a lot to take in. It's also seven books, eight movies. It's crazy. Emma Watson playing Hermione Granger. Yes, she is gorgeous. We all know that. But aside from her... Oh, like, Emma Watson is stunning. She really is. Yes. But aside from her being an incredibly, you know, very, very stunning actress, she's a very talented actress as well. And her embodiment of... Um, uh, Hermione Granger and Harry Potter really, truthfully, has impacted the world of the nerds everywhere, and really trying her part of her her behind the behind the reasoning of her taking on the role 
was she won and also the character of Hermione comes off as this as well. She empowers women. She is like the strongest, one of the, the wisest, most strongest characters in the Harry Potter franchise. And how could you, to be honest, how could you not love the character from her? I know Bill hasn't seen it. Sorry, bud. But like, it's, it's a great, great role for her. She did a fantastic job in this role. And obviously she's done other things as well. She's become, she did other things like in, um, a couple of other films. I'm, I'm not. I'm forgetting some of her films off that, but but she's no primarily known for Harry Potter. But she is fantastic. I love her. She's a fantastic actress. I mean, she is truly one and inc- she's really talented, uh, especially in Harry Potter films. Bill, I know you're not a Harry Potter fan. Have you seen her in any other movies? Hmm. Well, what other movies has she been in? Let's take a look, shall we? Let's go over here to her IMDb page. And yes, for those who are listening to us, you won't be able to obviously see this but we're going to go to her um her her films here and let's see what she does hold on one second uh, her filmography so she was in all of the harry potter films but she also played oh that's right i forgot she played this she was in perks of being a wallflower have not seen that i did uh, see the Be- beauty and the beast she was in i i did see that too. i didn't see i i i don't recall it very well but i, I remember her being in that uh she was in noah i forgot about that actually uh, she was also in the bling ring, which is like some odd role for her, which I thought was pretty cool. But um, I don't know. She's, she's done a couple of other like special things for TV as well. I mean, outside of she's primarily known for Harry Potter and, you know, all the films that she was in there. She probably gets but, typecasted for that. Her and Daniel Radcliffe. And the whole cast kind of got kind of kind of typecast. Daniel Radcliffe, especially. I feel bad for the guy. He the dude. Daniel Radcliffe. I know we were talking about women's history, but just on a side note, Daniel Radcliffe, the dude has played Harry Potter since he's known for Harry Potter. He went naked on Broadway. Literally went naked on Broadway because he wanted to stop being typecast as Harry Potter. Like the dude, like literally went crazy. He's like, I'm tired of this. He's playing. He's playing Weirdo Yankovic, by the way, in a film about Weirdo Yankovic. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Well, that's true. They're making Weirdo biopics. So what else is new? Yeah, and he was also in the Broadway musical. And this is something we could all take to heart. How to succeed in business without even tr- without even trying. Ain't that the truth, buddy? Yeah, how can um, we succeed in business without even trying? That's a great question. We got to talk about that off camera. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but she was in Perks of Being a Wallfire. She was in the Bling Ring. Uh, she was in Noah. I remember she was in Noah. That, Noah was really good. But she's actually, and Beauty and the Beast, of course, but she's also, I mean, people, she's a very talented actress. I mean, she's primarily known as Hermione Granger from the Harry Potter. I was going to say, she, she got a lot of hate in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, did she really? Yeah. I didn't because, know that. Oh, the singing was auto-tuned. Uh, well, you know, you don't, I mean, the thing is, you can't expect most actresses to be great singers. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, I might be criticized for saying that, but to be honest with you, like, to be completely honest, some singers are very, some actresses are very talented singers as well. I'm actually surprised at that. I'm not surprised at that, but just, it's interesting to see that, like, how certain actresses and actors can be, do other things besides act. Like, I know, that, like, um, some, I can't think of any of them, but I know, I'm sure that Bill could probably think of some that oh, where actresses who can act or actresses sing. who can sing as well, like. Like I think oh, I have a few people in mind. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Helen Helena Bonham Carter. Okay. You know who that is, right? 
You're going to have to remind me. Forgive me. Um, she was in a bunch of Tim Burton movies. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember now. Um, um, one that comes to mind personally, and Bill and I can think about this because we saw Michael Buble. Michael Buble featured Reese, Reese Witherspoon on one of her songs, one of his songs. Yes, it's she, true. She, she can, they covered um, uh, something stupid, the Frank Sinatra song. Yeah, and, uh, and you know something that, and you know I was going to bring her up today, JT. You know I was going to bring her up. What did Anna Kendrick do now? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we all know Anna Kendrick can sing. If you've seen the Pitch Perfect movie, she can sing. Very talented, yes. But, you know, there's something that I think a lot of people forget, though. What's um, up? She was in the adaptation of um, Into the Woods. Yes, she was. Which was composed by the late, great Stephen Sondheim. May he rest in peace. Yep, um, yep, yep. he's great. But um, I haven't seen the whole movie, but, you know, there is a song that she does sing in that. It's called At the Steps of the Palace. And even professional singers have a hard time with that song. And she did a great job. She did a pretty good job. Yeah. And because and that is a very, like, I remember when it first came out, like, I, again, I didn't see it, but I remember with them Into the Woods, I'm like sitting there thinking, Anna Kendrick, pitch perfect Anna Kendrick, pitch please Anna Kendrick. <laughs> pitch please. Ah, like, no, great. no, no. And like, like, look, she's very pretty. She's got a good voice, but I'm like thinking she's more for music wise. I was first thinking she's more of a pop singer though. Like Sondheim, Sondheim, even for, like I said, even a lot of professional musical theater singers. Yeah. Have a hard time with Stephen Sondheim. I mean, yeah, because he, 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 he was that good of a composer, too. Let's not forget that. I'm like, like if you've ever watched Watch Mojo's Top 20 Songs You Never Auditioned With, At the Steps of the Palace was actually on that list. Oh, get out. Shout out to Watch Mojo. But, um, yeah, go watch Mojo, yep. But, um, but yeah, it's, um, and because, again, when I was first thinking that, I'm like thinking, no, because Anna Kendrick, again, I'm like, she's more of a pop singer. She can't, I'm like, you know, like, I'm sure she can probably, you know, I'm sure she could probably, um, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, she has a good voice. I heard her sing in Pitch Perfect. But again, pop, like pop or college acapella type music and musical theater are two totally different things. And Again, like Sondheim, even a lot of professional singers have a hard time with his music. So, but, you know, but when I did hear her sing that, I'm like, you know what? That was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was very good. Like, again, Anna Ken. She's very talented. She is very talented. Like, she can do that, you know, pop, pitch perfect, college acapella type stuff. But she can do the musical theater type stuff too. Yeah, she she's. I, I mean, the, the, and then we're off on our tangent, but she's really talented. Yeah. Okay. For those of you, okay, how did you two morons get here? Um, because we were talking about actresses who aren't singers, but they have talented and they can sing. Yeah, and I don't know if this one counts or not. If since we're on that topic, um, what's up? Anne Hathaway? 
she can sing? Yeah. I didn't know that. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, um, we can talk about that too if you want. <laughs> oh God, no. Um, no. I might. Okay, but Anne Hathaway. Um, two examples. One is the movie Ella Enchanted. Okay. Which I've never really seen, but I know she did a remarkable version of Somebody to Love by, by Queen. Queen, yeah. It was actually really good. And we got to talk about the one everybody talks about. She was actually a classically trained vocalist when she was a kid. Like she is a, she took voice lessons a lot. And there's this one thing we all got to talk about her performance in 2012's Les Miserables. Oh my God. Yes. How can we forget that? Like, like things you got to know is 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 you know just with Les Miserables itself yeah in the movie itself all the singing was done live wow because usually what they do is for musical films they they go record the soundtrack and then they come back months later when they film during the songs they just lip sync the songs that's crazy it's amazing how they do that God bless them. Um, but um, but we got to talk about, of course, the big one there. Her version of I Dreamed a Dream. That was good. Like, I remember everybody, when, this, when the movie came out, everyone was talking about it. Yeah, I mean, how could you not? Everybody was talking about, you got to see Anne Hathaway sing I Dream a Dream in Les Miserables. It's fantastic. Yeah. And then and then I'm like, okay, it can't be that good. And then when I finally saw it, I'm like it was that good. <laughs> and she did it all in one take, too. Wow. Wow. See women, you guys are awesome. Go you. And and I remember um and and also I just remember hearing the pain in her voice during all that because here's the thing. When it comes to Anne Hathaway, right? When it comes to the the song itself, okay. The song in the original musical is sung by Fantine, Anne Hathaway's character. Right. It's sung after she loses her job, but before she becomes a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And this is something I think the movie did genius. They they had her sing it after she became a prostitute. Because it really shows how low she had to sink. Like the part that really breaks my heart when she is singing that is the line. Is the line like she's singing about her lover who left her with the child. Yeah. And then and then she and then it's the line. I dreamed a dream my life would be so different from this hell I'm living. Mm. And then it goes that, that it may seem that life has killed the dream I dreamed. Wow. Excellent. And, and so, yeah. Um, yeah. Those are actresses that, you know, who, who can act and sing. Very talented. 
Very never underestimate these people, guys. These do people. not ever do not underestimate them. They're they're that good. Okay, I think we need to get back to Emma Watson because um, I think we're good. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I listen. We we have several. We're going really off the cuff tonight. We're going to really loose, keeping it simple, guys. But uh, I was gonna say I want to let you guys. I was thinking the next one that I wanted to talk about personally was um one of my favorite TV shows, Bill. Truthfully, of uh, uh, one of my favorite TV shows of all time is The X Files. Okay, have you ever seen it? Maybe pieces of it when I was younger, but I've never really sat down and watched it. It was on from 1993 to 2002, and they brought it back twice. But the The X Files. Uh, there's an actress on this show who I think owns the character of Dana Scully, and that is Jillian Anderson. Who is an incredible, incredible actress outside of the X Files? She's done other things too, but she's brilliant, a brilliant, brilliant actress. I mean, she's incredible as as Dana Scully. Uh, for those of you who don't know, just as a quick side note: the X Files is a TV show from the um, from the early nineties. It's one of it's based off of like science fiction shows from the past, like such as. Um, like the Twilight Zone or like uh, other sci-fi shows from the, or like even like uh, monster shows uh, from like the thirties and forties. And on this show, there are people who do really bad things and agent FBI agents, Fox Mulder played by David Duchovny. You're brilliant. And Dana Scully by um, Jillian Anderson. They, the two of these, the two actors in the show, but in particular Dana Scully's character, uh, Jillian Anderson, character Dana Scully she owns this character she's so brilliant and so incredibly talented um I I cannot see anyone else playing this character like if if sometimes you like you're watching shows you're like oh they could replace this actor or this actress I really cannot see that with her she owns Dana Scully she owns that character and I think that this in particular this show this this role for her was bloody brilliant oh my god she is and she's fantastic, and there everything about her in this role is great. Bill, have you have you have you ever seen the X Files by chance or no? I think I already asked you that. No, you already asked me. Like um, I vaguely remember it. Okay, well, get on it. It's on Hulu. It's a great show. They have um, all I think ten seasons or ele- or maybe eleven or twelve seasons are on there. Um, they're all great. I mean, the, the show took a dip here and there, but I, the, the Jillian Anderson's role in as Dana Scully, I thought was iconic to me. One of the best of all time. One of the greatest, one of the greatest action sci-fi roles ever played by a woman. Truthfully. Um, I love her. She's Jillian Anderson. To be out there listening to me, you are phenomenal. You are incredible. And you own the character of Dana Scully. You are awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a sci-fi show. What, what, what's so fascinating about the X-Files, just a quick side note. The X-Files is a show about like these two FBI agents. I know I started to mention this. But the two FBI agents who kind of go off on their own. They investigate like paranormal activity stuff or like not, not just not just like alien stuff, but like monsters or people with psychic abilities and how the show. It's about these two FBI agents who do this stuff and they just go about to, and they just try and solve these cases. Uh, called the X Files, and it's a there's overlying story arcs in there, but it's a brilliant TV show. Like if you have not seen the X Files, get on it. It's all on Hulu. You guys can stream it there. It's some of the best television I've ever seen. 
truthfully, bro. It's some of the best TV I've ever seen. And going back to our topic tonight, Jillian Anderson, I love you. You are incredible. And you played Dana Scully incredibly well as like a, a skeptic, but she was great. So bottom line, Dana Scully, Jillian Anderson, we love you. You're awesome. Go Mulder and Scully forever, forever and ever. Truthfully. Yeah, by the way, I was a, I've yeah. seen your I Want to Believe poster in your room. Yes, I have an I Want to Believe. The, the truth is out there, ladies and gentlemen. The truth is out there. The show is brilliant. I love it. Yeah, now um, I gotta go watch it, don't I? There's a there's nine original seasons, and they brought it back twice for two, season ten and, the ten and eleven. Uh, but those seasons are like there's six episodes and ten episodes, so it's not that much. Yeah, it's so this show is amazing, and obviously Dana Scully is one of the you know Jillian Anderson's character is incredible on it, so. Um, but yeah, the X Files. I love this show. I binge watched the whole show. I think on Netflix when it was on Netflix before they moved over to Hulu. Uh, it was brilliant. I love this show. Um, so yeah, incredible show. Great actress and David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson are two of the best in my opinion. Um, what did you want to touch on next? Hmm. I have a couple in mind already. If you want, uh, what, what else do you have in mind right now? I'm just putting my thoughts together right now. Um, as far as actresses playing certain characters, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus from Seinfeld. Oh, that's a good one. From uh, she's a billionaire, but hold on, Seinfeld. She's a billionaire. She's a billy with the pink and that billionaire. Julia Louis she's Dreyfus a, from Seinfeld. AJT, she's a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Let's talk about Seinfeld for a second. Obviously, we know the character, the show of Seinfeld, New York City, New York City uh, comedian Jerry Seinfeld. He has an ex girlfriend. Sorry, he has a roommate and a best friend from high school, and and a, and an ex girlfriend known as uh, Ju- Elaine. Elaine, Elaine, or Julia Louis Dreyfus. She is hysterical. She is. She's such a funny, you know, you know how she started? Did, 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 did you know how she started? How? She started on SNL back in like the Oh, 80s. yeah, I think so. Yeah, she started back in the 80s and she, then she got her big, 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 big break with Seinfeld. And sure enough, that's like, it's, she she's hysterical. Like, honestly, one of the funniest, like, actresses out there. Just like, and she was, was, was she in a Marvel show recently? Am I, am I mistaken that? I don't know. I forgot, but look, her role in Seinfeld is so hysterical. Like there are some moments I'm cracking up because she's making me laugh that hard. It's, it's she's so funny, so talented, so incredible. And she played the, she, uh, to be honest, I don't even call her Julie Lou Drapers. I call her Elaine. Like that's how iconic of the role she is. So it's, she's brilliant. I love her. As well, Julia Dreyfus, you're you're incredible. You're awesome. oh yeah, she was in a Marvel show. She was in a Falcon and Winter Soldier. Thank you. I knew I saw that somewhere, so I wasn't oh. sure. But she's hysterical. One of the best characters, possibly of all of all of all TV. Truthfully, um, do you want me to keep going? Um, yeah. Who else you got? Well, I'm not a I'm not the biggest. I, I, I'm I'm not saying I'm not the biggest fan of the show, but I'm going to say Jennifer Jennifer Aniston. Of friends, I mean, look, you, you say what you want about friends, Bill and I. You, for those of you who've listened to us for any period of time, we love 
Seinfeld over Friends. That's just, that's just how gotcha. we are. We, we, we don't hate Friends. We're just not a big fan of it. But I will say uh, that- If you've watched our overrated TV shows, you know, um, yeah. to the dismay of our, to the, the chagrin of our friend and um, guest that night, Danny Boy Reginald, we think Shout out. overrated. Yeah, she, I, I, I don't hate it as much as I, as I, I don't hate it to be honest. I do not hate friends at all. But I will say it is, it can, it can get overrated at sometimes. But regardless, though, Jennifer Aniston on friends, timeless. Her, anytime I watch a rerun of some friends or something, Bill, I think of Jennifer Aniston and she is hysterical in this role. And plus, she's the only actor or actress out of friends. To have a big career outside of the TV. That is true. She like like uh, what's the other guy? Matthew Perry. He was on a couple of their TV shows on CBS, and that was really it. Or uh, the guy who played um, not what's his name? Ross. What's his name? David Schwimmer. Yeah, Schwimmer. Schwimmer. Where, what happened to him? Things. He's been what's in that? a few things here and there, but he hasn't had a very highly successful. Um, career I think like probably the most successful thing he's been in, besides Friends, was the HBO miniseries Band of Brothers. How many people watch that? Though? Think about that for a sec. Oh, aside from you, aside from you, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not, hate, I'm not throwing shade. Don't worry. That was a good series. Watch it on HBO. Yes, I have HBO Max. I might watch it. Nothing because uh, you watch the X Files. I watch that. Okay, deal. That's our. That's our homework we've given each other. Yes, but like back to friends. Like Jennifer Aniston is friends. When I, when, to be honest, when you when I think of friends, I think of Joey and I think of. Uh, Jennifer Aniston's character. I forget her name all of a sudden. Um, what was her? What was her? Uh, her character? Hold on. The internet exists. Yes. Let's see. What was her name? Her name was uh, Rachel. Rachel, yes. Okay, so Rachel, yeah. I forget because yeah. that's a little we pay attention to. But Rachel mm-hmm. on Friends, let's face it, guys. She is the only one to come out of this show. I'm not saying the other actors are not talented. Like Courtney Cox was on Cougar Town for a while too. She did a great job there too. But like, uh, but as far as like mainstream like movies or stuff goes, Jennifer Aniston has been the only one who's come uh, come out of Friends, to be honest. And she's done a great job in the stuff she's done. She did a couple of movie roles. She has some small stuff for Netflix occasionally. Like she's a really really talented actress. And the only one, the only one who's really broken out of. Friends of the TV show for it. But by the way, just on a side note, but in case you're wondering what I'm talking about for a sec, it is incredibly difficult for a TV actor to become a very successful movie actor. Here's why. Just on a quick side note, everyone. You can probably name 20 actors over the course of 20 years who have successfully become gone from television actors to movie successful movie stars. Kelsey Grammer is definitely one of them. And despite how you may feel about him, Cussie Graham was one of them from Frasier and Cheers, and he had a successful movie career as well. As far as acting goes, uh, what's the other one? Uh, or, like, you know, Jennifer Anson is one of them. Uh, Topher Grace is doing all right. Not entirely. Yeah, you, I know you're upset. You're not a Topher Grace fan at all. Ever since we did the review of. Uh, we did the Spider Man 3 movie commentary. Yeah. Let's not talk about tougher grace at all. But like, regardless, though, they, it is Chris Pratt. I'd put in that conversation, though, or Will Smith as well. He, you know, he was a successful rapper and television actor, and then became a pretty big movie star. He, he's, he's done really well. 
Mark Wahlberg's another one. So I don't know. There's a couple of, there's certain points that you could reach with actors and actresses, uh, TV shows that become highly successful movie stars. 20 over 20 years. Chris Pratt is one of them, though. He was in Parks and Rec. And one of the show before that, he, he chose movie roles that fit him. Now he's a successful movie star. He's great. Um, love that. But uh, Jennifer, going back to Jennifer Aniston, though, I think she's great in the role as Rachel, as friends. Timeless character, truthfully. I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not the biggest, like, friends fan. I wouldn't call myself a fan. I like it, but I, don't, I mean, I like it. That's about it. But as far as, like, you know, having you know, a successful career. I mean, Courtney Cox did like a couple of things and that was about it. She did a couple of TV shows. And that was it. But Jennifer Aniston nailed that, nailed the show out of the park. So, and she's a great actress too. Any, any comments for Jennifer Aniston, my friend? Um, I think she is a fantastic actress. Yeah. Not just the TV stuff, but she's been in a lot of good movies. Yep. Um, she kind of got a raw deal though, when she was with Brad Pitt. Yeah, but this is not a celebrity gossip channel. No, um, no, no. We're above that. We're civilized. Yeah. We're civilized. We don't care about that crap. Yeah, but she's a great actress. She really is. Yeah, she overall. I think she's great, but yeah. Um, even though I'm not the biggest Friends fan either. Yeah, I mean, it's a good show. I, I, I'm not one to beg on it, but like, it's a. I mean, I like what I see, but do I laugh at it a lot? Not really, but that's me. I, I know a lot of our listeners are probably saying, "What the hell is wrong with you?" But like, no, but no, because I, I think I told you this when Friends was going off Netflix and going on HBO Max, people were like ready to riot. Oh yeah, no, well, you know why that happened, right? Because it's a Warner Brothers show, but they put it on HBO Max because Netflix like, is trying to pump out content now. It's crazy. And I'm like thinking, uh, guys, um, it's a TV show. It's okay. They're like, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. Riot! 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 Literally, um, I got two. I actually can. I, can I talk about a comedy duo that actually has done really well in the past? Sure. I, I think they've done really well in the past, personally. Sure. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Oh yes, I'm more SNL alumni. Yeah, two greats of the SNL community too. These two work really well together. They both do. No matter whatever whatever they do, they do really well with what they do. I mean, like regardless of what what their their like their efforts are, the two of them their mindset is comedic genius. No matter what, I love them. I think they're great. What do you think about yeah, them? I really um I really love them. Like I said, they're both SNL alumni. Yep. I remember one time um they had a movie called uh, Sisters. I think it was called. But I don't know how well it did because you know what movie it was. It was also released on the same day. Which movie? Oh, Avengers, right? No, The Force Awakens. Oh, that's a hard, that's a rip right there. <laughs> I feel really bad for those for Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Like the stu- the whoever decided to release it on that same day should not have a job right now. No, because I mean, Bill said this at one point too. If you release something on a Marvel date or a Star Wars date, you're screwed. You're basically want your movie to fail. Yeah, unfortunately. You're basically asking for movies to die. If, yeah. you're, if you want your movie released on a day of a big franchise like Marvel or DC or Star Wars, you're basically asking for your movie to fail. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, no, no biggie will have it fail. No big deal, right? Whatever. Yeah, but um, but Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, I remember they they hosted SNL like that weekend, and like yeah. come see our new movie, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> that's right. In twenty, at least they were poking fun at it. Yeah, like oh yeah, this <laughs> support our new movie. They're just such a good duo. I know, and they when they were both on SNL. They were like, without a doubt, when they were on SNL too, they were great. But but since SNL, they've done a really good job too. I mean, Amy Poehler on, was it Parks and Recreation? It's hysterical. She's great. Like, she plays you know, like a dummy. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen Parks and Rec? I've seen episodes of it, yes. It's so funny. Like, it's so she, funny. It really is. You know what? Hysterical. Unpopular opinion. I think I kind of like Parks and Rec better than The Office. I mean, many people think that. I mean, some people don't like both. Some people like both. Some people hate both. Some people love both. It's all good. I kind of like Parks and Rec better than The Office. Whatever you want, dude. It's all good. But Parks, Rec is, Parks and Rec is hysterical. <laughs> it and, is. And The Office. We can talk about The Office in a second, too. What's her name? Jenna Fisher. We'll talk about her in a second. But like, like I mean, but, but these two are comedic geniuses, and they really, truly are hysterical. Like, they are just, just genuinely funny people and they love doing what they do so like what's wrong what's wrong with that did you see um in in a couple recent months um tina fey made some new appearances on snl because doing what because they did the um what is it the five timers club of people who've hosted snl five times oh yeah she made an appearance in december which was supposed to be their big Christmas show, but that got axed because of thanks COVID. And she yeah, and her and um, Tom Hanks were inducting Paul Rudd. And she was just in a small skit recently because John Mulaney. Yeah. John Mulaney, uh, whatever his name is. Um, yeah, I don't know how to say his name either. But he got recently inducted to the Five Timers Club in, at SNL. Awesome. Yeah. And you know what I'm always going to remember of her doing on SNL? What? And I think this is when she really took off. When she did her impression of Sarah Palin. <laughs> that was great. I remember that. That was funny. And and she was like I and, and it was actually it was actually Sarah Palin and Amy Poehler. Sarah Tina Fey was doing no Tina Fey was doing Sarah Palin. Amy Poehler was doing Hillary Clinton, and it was oh, that's great. And it was, I am so glad that I get to address you with with Senator Clinton. And I told I was going to be addressing you alone. Yeah, and then right. goes, and I remember she was like, and I could see Russia from my house. <laughs> God, and we, we're not a political show, but that was just funny. So no, that was just the SNL sketch. Yeah. Um, and I remember in that show when they did together that in 2015, they brought it back. I remember I was, I want to say, I think Justin was over because we had yeah. just got out of seeing the Force Awakens and we, he came home to my place. And then, and then when they showed that skit, Justin was trying to tell me something. Shh. And when Tina Fey came back as Sarah Palin, I'm like, yes, yeah, I've been right. waiting for this. <laughs> and, it was so funny. But um, 
yeah, I think they are absolutely hilarious. They are. Both of them together are great. Yeah, they really are. And I, I love when they host the Golden Globes together. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the, to be honest, they, they make the Golden Globes worth watching. <laughs> Let's put it yeah, that way. And nobody cares about the Golden Globes unless Except they with, host. Unless they host, yeah. Just cut the board stuff out and just listen. Put the parts with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Exactly. Just listen to Tina and Amy. Call it a day. Or Tammy, as you want to call it. Whatever. Tammy. Tammy. That's your new t-shirt. Tammy. Tammy. <laughs> oh We're getting new shirts that said that. Coming soon. Okay, from the TSRS merch store. TSRS. TSRS. TMZ. TMZ sucks. Anyways. Um, TMZ parody coming soon. Maybe we don't know. Want to roll tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Um, okay. I want. I want to talk about. You may, we talk about Parks and Rec. I want to talk about Jenna Fisher from The Office. Okay. Uh, from The Office. Uh, that I mean, her. <laughs> let me just start by saying, Pam is great. We love Pam. Pam is one of the best parts. I am of pro her. Pam. I am pro Pam. Like Pam should just just do just do whatever she wants because she's, she's the Pam. Because she's Pam from The Office. She's Pam. Exactly. Pam. Who, who doesn't love Pam? Come on, Pam is great. She's one of the best parts of The Office. She's got. She's kind of got that dry sense of humor. Yes. And she was. She's. And you know, it's funny. Uh, I know some people are listening to us on a podcast right now as well. I will say this too. Uh, Jenna Fisher and the other, the other woman from The Office, I forget her name. They both do, um, the other actors from The Office, they also do uh, uh, a podcast of their own talking about talking about The Office and stuff like that, which is pretty funny. Really? I forget, her, I forget the other actress's name. But she does stuff as well. Um, not Jenna Fisher. Oh, yeah. And, and Angela uh, Kinsey. They they both do a uh, um a podcast talking about the office together, like almost like it's still going in a sense, which is pretty funny. So yeah, that, <laughs> it's really funny. Have you listened to the podcast? I have not, but I I, I would recommend it because I I haven't listened to it, but I would still recommend it because they're both hysterical. So so and I, let I mean let's talk about the office for a second too. What a show! I mean I'm, I I actually really like the office truthfully. I like the office. It's like it's a show that's you know stupidly funny, in my opinion, because it is it is it is truly a hysterical show. Though there are some scenes I'm I still crack up watching some scenes. It's just, I binge watched like it once whole show. I was watching episode after episode after episode, and sure enough, I was like, all right, that was great. I'm not gonna do it again though. <laughs> like it was it was a really funny show. The ending was so perfect. So. Like like I said a few minutes ago, I like um, Parks. And I like Rec. I like Parks and Rec better than The Office. Yeah, all TV shows and films are directed. It's all good, bud. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I. But no, I think The Office is funny. Yeah, it's my, Michael Scott. I mean, what's his face? Um, um, Steve Carell. Steve Carell is great. I mean, I, I think he's great. So he, he's hysterical. Um, a lot of a lot of people say he, he's actually a little underappreciated in some to some expense. He does a lot of serious roles sometimes, and he's really good. So he's another one on The Office. Uh, now has some good successful films under his belt. So there you go. Okay. Uh, John John Krasinski, same thing. He's doing uh, since the Quiet Place now. So so yeah, they, they're all doing well for themselves. Yeah, and the, the, the Jenna Fisher and other and the other woman, um, I forget her name, uh, Angela Kinsey. They all do. 
a podcast now. So it, it's great. Uh, overall, though, Jenna Fisher from The Office, I think she's great. Uh, I think her actually just playing like the soft, like comedic part as well. I think that's hysterical. Uh, but that's me. No, I agree. Uh, I, I know we've been talking about TV shows for a little while, but I will say, though, uh, maybe we could talk about some movies now. Oh, yeah. I got something in mind. What do you got, bud? Go ahead. Gal Gadot is Wonder Woman. Ooh, good one. Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman. Uh, the, her and Wonder Woman was... I'm oh, you go she first. was amazing. Yeah. I'll get into my stuff in a second. You go first. No, like this was like the movie itself. Like the movie itself, this was like a first, like, well, yeah, there's been movies directed by women before, but not to this much success. Absolutely. Like Patty Jenkins, I think, did a great job. And I really loved Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She's badass, but she can be sweet and charming, too. Yeah, absolutely. And like... And you know what it was, and Justin and I have talked about this before. Not the um, it wasn't the '70s TV show Wonder Woman, which is Wonder Woman going. This is a no man zone, but I'm a woman. Yeah, no, I, exactly. But anyway, um, I like I like this show. Uh, um, this show, this movie. Yeah. I thought it was. I think her as. I, I, I liked her in Wonder Woman 84, too. I thought she was fantastic. I mean, she definitely fits the part. And can, can I be honest with you? Sure. When they first cast her in 2013 to appear in Batman vs. Superman, I was petrified. I was really, really, really nervous, truthfully. Because you know why? Because why? She, she is not... An, now, I mean, after the movies have come out, like she's obviously done an incredible job. But hear me out for a sec. At the time, she was only known for Fast and Furious, and yeah. as like a, as like a, as like eye candy, so to speak. Like she was supposed to, she was putting there to look like really good for the film, kind of thing. You know what I mean? And basically, she was not a strong enough actress yet, because at the time, this is 2013, going into 2014 and 2015, whatever. Right? But I remember so much hatred online for her, and like they were looking at three. The three choices they had were her and two other actresses. Well, like models in a sense, almost like models slash actresses. And they picked her. And when the first, when the casting first came out, I was like, what? They're casting her as Wonder Woman? That to me, that doesn't make sense. She is she's been she's not a strong enough actress. How can she lead a franchise? Obviously, we got proven wrong. All of us got proven wrong. But hear me out for a sec. Full disclosure, Bill. I was nervous as hell when they, they made the announcement, and because she's not, she wasn't at the time, she wasn't that strong enough of an actress. And now, after coming out of Batman vs Superman, Justice League, and Wonder Woman, she has shown that she fit the chops. She has the chops, and she fit the criteria of what they were looking for in Wonder Woman. And you know, she aside from being like obviously, you know, very very beautiful woman, you know, Gal Gadot. But she is a very she she I've truly she has she's has shown shown the world. Hey, I might I might I might I might not not just look the part, but I actually will be. You know, I'm also like a really strong. I'm strong enough to carry this character. And Wonder Woman was an incredible film in 2017. Is that right? Okay, yeah, like it's 
I was I, I was nervous about her casting at first, but then after I saw her appearance in in Batman vs Superman and Justice League and in the Wonder Woman solo film, I was like, all right, you sold me. But and going into it, that just shows everyone you can judge a film or a casting or a move on a movie's part at any given degree, but ultimately you still have to see the movie to make your judgments. Like I was so nervous about one, this casting of one of them and sure if it paid off in the long run, they have an actress who is doing an incredible job in the role and she's killing it in the, as the character. But going into it, I was like, what the hell is Warner brothers thinking? But sure enough, they did it and it worked out in their favor and she's doing a great job. And I said a lot there. I don't know what you think about that, but like that's, no, that's I agree. Like, she did. Fa- she did absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And did you know she was actually uh, in like a commando in the Israeli army too? Yeah, well, everybody in Israel, Israel has to yeah, mandatory service in Israel. But anyway, yeah. now, and you know, in other stuff too. Like I just saw her last month in uh, what is it, Death on the Nile? I thought she was absolutely great. Yeah, I didn't see that, but oh, that's good to know. Yeah, and you know what? It's finally good seeing women in, in, in you know, finally in leading comic book roles. I know, like when Captain Marvel, we'll get to Captain Marvel in a second, but like uh, we'll get to Brie Larson as well. And also, full disclosure, and everyone's like, oh, Marvel this, Marvel that. DC announced Warner Brothers. DC and Warner Brothers announced Wonder Woman first. I don't know if you remember that. Going way back to like 20. Back in time. (laughs) Yeah, literally, like going back to 20. 13 or 14, no, 2014 or 15, they announced a Wonder Woman standalone movie before D- Marvel announced Captain Marvel. So that's Captain that Marvel. I mean, we like we love Marvel. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But like that was a ballsy thing by Warner Brothers. They actually said, look, we're gonna make we're gonna make a Wonder Woman movie. It's gonna come out this on this day. The first time we ever had a movie of it. And it was great. Patty Jenkins did a great job. So yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I thought that movie was also very empowering too for women. Oh, absolutely, and that's why we brought it. It's a good thing you brought it up tonight, bud. It is a good thing I brought it up tonight. Yes. Um, any other um, any other comments for Wonder Woman before we go? Well, I want to go over to Captain Marvel for a second because that's yeah, we can Marvel's. Go to Marvel. All right, cool. Captain Marvel, not Captain America. Captain Marvel from the Avengers, uh, from the MCU, Brie Larson. Is a great actress. She is. She's actually really talented. And she was in the room. We can't forget that. She was in what? Yeah. The room. Was she not in the room? Was she in the room? Hold on. You have, you have to fact Bill's gonna fact check that for a second. But like bring me out. Captain Marvel? Incredible. The, one of the first just a, an incredible movie on its own about you know Marvel's answer to like a female-led superhero movie. Um, and we finally saw it and Brie Larson knocked out of the park. I mean, it's definitely a Marvel film. I mean, comparing Wonder Woman to Captain Marvel, I would say that I put Wonder Woman above Captain Marvel just because it's still Wonder Woman, you know, but that's me. But Captain Marvel was great. I mean, some people have iffy stuff with it. Overall, I liked it quite a bit. What's your take on Captain Marvel there, buddy? I'm going to be honest. You didn't like it. It's probably one of my least favorite Marvel movies. Okay. Totally, and, and that's no hate on Brie Larson. No, she's great. I thought she was good. I just did not. It just wasn't. It's just not one of my favorites. And that's fine. You know that. That's all. That's all good. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody has them, and they all stink. Exactly. Hey, I mean, I've shared my opinions on this show too. So who knows? I actually, I, 
Yeah, but no, I think Brie Larson did do a good job as Captain Marvel. I think she fit the part very well, truthfully. She really did. She really did. Yeah. Again, okay, she was in Room, not The Room. Oh, she was in Room, not The Room. My bad. I got confused. Oh, hi, JT. Uh, what's the story? Uh, good Christ. God help us all. I did not hit her. It's not true. It is bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, JT. Uh, you know, we might do a room commentary for all we know. We'll see. Yes, that might do. We'll bring pizza. Oh, my God. We're all bringing right. pizza. JT, you get free pizza out of the deal. How is that a bad thing? Free pizza. That's fine with me there, buddy. But okay, uh, so anyway, um, Captain Marvel, yeah, I because I think this was Marvel's response to Wonder Woman in a sense, it was. I mean, it definitely was like their response to something. I mean, one rumor came out first in 2017, <laughs> and this came out in 2019. So there's that. Um, what do you think, but I mean, any other comments for uh. Captain Marvel? Marvel? Not really. I mean, other than that, it was I, I liked it quite a bit. I liked it a lot. Um, was it my favorite like Marvel MCU movie? I mean, it, it's it's when I put it up there in the top 10, probably not, but it's still very good, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um let me think. All right, now we're gonna we're gonna take it back a little bit further. Let's talk about Princess Leia. Oh Carrie Fisher herself. May he, she rest in peace. May the force be with her. May the, yes, may the force be with Carrie Fisher. Can I talk about this first? You may talk about this first. Cool. Carrie Fisher playing one of the most iconic female roles in the history of cinema, known as Princess Leia from Star Wars. One of the best roles, like when, when you think of like iconic female roles, you think of Carrie Fisher and Princess Leia. There's no doubt about it. You just, you think about it and you're like, oh my God, I forgot that she played this role. And like, she was, she's forever known as Princess. She's not, she's not even Carrie Fisher. She's Princess Leia. To me. I mean, yeah, she did Blues Brothers. Yeah, she did Harry Met Sally as well, but she's forever cemented in cinematic history as Princess Leia. And Carrie Fisher, I know you're up there listening to us. So God rest your soul. You're amazing. Uh, we love you, truthfully. You have made all the nerds feel great about themselves and made them feel happy to know that there was a, a woman in Star Wars, and she was great. So, uh, Bill, what's your take on Princess Leia? I'm I think she is, like you said, one of those iconic female characters. Yeah. And I remember when she came back in the sequel franchise. Yes. But I also remember this was criticism that she got that makes me go nuts. Don't go too nuts here, but go ahead. And it was like they were criticizing her when um when she were when they were all like when when they show Princess Leia goes, uh, she doesn't look like she did when she was when she first was Princess Leia. She really let herself go. Ugh. Oh my god. <laughs> like, are you people freaking kidding me? She, she, she was aged. 19 when she first played Princess Leia. 19. Yeah, that's young. That's and younger than us. How old was how old was Carrie Fisher when she passed? Oh man. Uh, this is why Google exists. 
Uh, how old was she? Hold on one second. I'm looking it up right now. Yay, internet. She was only. Hold on. She was. She was. Uh, Sixty. She, she so at this time she was in her late fifties. Yeah. So people give her a break. What you expect? You ex- You expect everybody to look how they did when they were nineteen years old? People, yeah. Give her a freaking break. Yeah. Come on, guys. Really? Like people are like, oh, she let herself go. She doesn't look like she did in the first. Oh, she's not hot anymore. I'm like. Are you freaking kidding me? Hey, idiots. Yeah, but um, but I remember I like when they when she obviously is now General Leia. Yep, now she's General Leia in the film. She's a general now. So Take all that, you guys. freaking incels can shut your mouths. Thank you. Have a nice day. She's a general. She's a freaking general. Shut up, incels. I'll explain yeah, that off air. Um, but. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, I think she was even in like the later ones. I thought she was a freaking badass. Oh yeah, no, in Empire Strikes Back. I mean, come on. Oh, she was great. Yeah, she was fantastic. Um, you have any other comments for Princess Leia? I don't really think I do. I mean, other than the fact that she was an incredible, incredible, uh character that a lot of people still embody to this day. Yeah, everyone embodies her. I mean, they love her. Um, anything else, bud? For Princess Leia? Or, or yeah, or anything else. I mean, it's up to you. Um, you know, before we go on to music, I got a I got an interesting thing to talk about here. What do you got? My sex tape. No, I'm just kidding. We're not discussing no, 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 no. We're not I, I'm joking. I'm so joking. You're good. Um, um I want to talk about the evolutionary the evolution of women in Disney movies, actually. Okay, like the princess ones. Yeah, I know that may sound strange coming from a twenty, almost twenty eight year old, childless, childless male, but everyone just bear with me. You're good, bud. Go ahead. You know what? It's um, and I want to give a shout out to a former coworker of mine. Her name is Norellis. She is a very smart lady. And we've had this discussion before. Um, she, again, she is a very smart woman, very charming. Um, it's sort of like a weird of how the evolution of Disney princesses were thing. Because if you go back to things like Snow White, Cinderella, and Sleeping Beauty, it's all the damsel in distress. It's all the damsel yeah. in distress. And then when you go to Ariel and the Little Mermaid, which you can kind of debate was more of a damsel in distress story a little bit. Yeah. And then when you go into Beauty and the Beast with Belle, you know, a lot of people have said that Belle is like the smart Disney princess, but a lot of people have compared this movie to Stockholm Syndrome. Because Belle doesn't want to leave her captor. Right. And then when you got um and then when you got Pocahontas, who is 
I know I skipped um, Jasmine and Aladdin. Like, you know, she doesn't want to get married right away. Like her father thinks she should. And then you got um, in Pocahontas, you got sort of more independence. And then you got Mulan, who's not the yeah. typical, you know, Chinese woman who just wants to get married. And then, but then when you skip to movies like Brave. Yep. And it turns out the young princess doesn't want to get married. Yeah, that's a big one. And she's playing for her own hand. And then somebody turns into a bear. Yeah. A bear! And then the big one is, you know, again, shout out to Norella. She said she wanted to teach a whole class on this. And I'm going to tell you this, Norella. If you're watching, and I hope you are, if you were to teach that class, I'd be the first one to sign up. Absolutely, I'd be the first one to sign up. Um, she would. She would actually. If you look at Moana, have you noticed this? Moana is like one of the first Disney movies when there's no where there's no love interest. Yeah, no, that's true. You notice that? I did notice that. Um. Yeah, Moana was one of the first Disney movies where there was no love interest. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's... I actually think that's good. Because it teaches young women that... Independence. That they don't need a boyfriend or husband. And I think that's a really good thing. And, you know, getting back to a movie like Mulan, for instance, did you know, not getting political here, but did you know that um, former Vice President Mike Pence used to have a radio show? Yeah. And back in the 90s, he called Mulan feminist propaganda. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Good. And I'll be honest, Mulan is not one of Disney's best. I'll be straight up honest. I don't think it's bad. I just don't. I just wouldn't put it up there with Lion King or any of them. Right. But but I think it is good that shows that women can kick ass. Literally. And that they're independent. You go, girls. Yeah, you go, girls. Remember, us men, we screw everything up. Yeah, men suck. Not okay, they're a good chunk of us, but... Not all of them, though. You know, like when I talk to this friend of mine, she goes, yeah, you men kind of screw everything up. But not everything. Just most things. We, we screw most things up. Yes. About 90%, would you say that's fair? 90%? Uh, that's accurate. Yeah, that's accurate. We screw everything up. But no, I, I actually kind of like the evolution that they've been doing with Disney princesses, how they've been making them more independent. That it's not just about... It, that it's not just the woman sitting like Snow White sitting around singing someday my prince will come. Yeah. Um, and I will say this about Moana. Yeah. Um, the, the young lady who played her, have you ever seen the video of when they told her she got the job? No, I haven't. Oh, you, you go watch that in your spare time she is absolutely adorable she really is like can you show us your face how excited you would be if you got the part and she's like smiling doing this like oh my god you're so cute 
And then, and then we said, like, well, guess what? You got, you got it. And she's like getting all excited. And I'm like, yes, yes. I love her. I love her. She's so cute. I just want to eat her up. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, but I gotta, I gotta admit though, it's, um, it's kind of nice for them to see them all transition into independent women. JT, your thoughts? I'm all for it. Me too. We're all for it. Yeah. Unlike most men are like, what are you guys talking about princesses? Like, come on. Yeah. Hey, watch it, folks. Yeah. Okay. Um, Anything else? You want to move on to music now? or Let's move on to music. We're talking about movies, TV shows. Let's talk about some music, shall we? Yeah. Who who first? Uh, Since I went last time, you want to go first? Um, Sure. Well, I, I feel like we're I feel like we're both going to talk about this, but Fleetwood Mac with Stevie Nicks. Oh, I mean, we're we're both going to talk about it no matter what. So, I mean, what, what do you what do you think? Oh, I think she's great. I love her. I, I love her too. I think she's she's actually one of the best singers in rock. I mean, truthfully, I think so. Yeah. Stop. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow, JT. Oh, I won't. I'm I'm some I'm already thinking about tomorrow to be honest with you. You <laughs> can like, go oh. your own way. Oh yeah. I'm sure is that I'll a breakup I'm sure. song, I think. It is. I'm sure I'll I'm sure I'll have dreams about it too. <laughs> See what I did there. When you look on the landslide. Oh my god. Well, Rihanna says otherwise. Rihanna. Yeah, I want to be with you everywhere. But anyway, no, I love Stevie Nicks and I love Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I love them too. I think that Fleetwood Mac is incredible. I saw them live too. Yeah, you didn't invite me, and I'm still very pissed off about that. I'll take you next time. Are they touring again, or is that or was that it? I don't know, I'll check, but like I don't know. Actually, I'll check, and you, and you share your thoughts. No, like I love their music. I only really got into their music like a couple years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I would totally see them in concert. They they're really fun. What do you call it? What's his face? Uh, Mick Fleetwood is a a an incredible drummer. Truthfully, he is he is an awesome, awesome, awesome drummer. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they were one of the first bands with a female lead singer that got the success. Yes, that is correct. If I'm wrong, please somebody correct me. But uh, I really, you I are re- correct, yeah. I really like that, you know, 70, you know, I, I really like that sound they have too. Yeah, no, it's very it's very California, but it's also very really good. I really no, I really loved I really do love Fleetwood Mac. Their music is just so and JT, you could never break the chain. Never break the chain. Don't break the chain, JT. Don't break the chain. I won't. I won't break the chain. I promise. What about Stevie Nicks' solo career? Um, I mean, all all I really know is Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, that's all I really know too. I mean, she's. I'm sure she's done other things. I just have. I'm not as familiar with them. So. Yeah. Oh, I got a. I got a trivia question for you. And Matt Hemsley, if you're watching this, you are not allowed to answer because you know the answer. What's up? 
which presidential campaign did the song use the song use the song don't stop for their campaign song oh i have no idea matt hemsley do not answer you're not allowed because you know oh yeah i turned this an opportunity just to pick on matt hemsley sorry matt um you're good don't worry um you want to guess you want me to just tell you just tell me i'm not sure bill clinton oh really okay yeah, he uh, used that as his campaign song. And when he was inaugurated, they actually got back together because they were on hiatus for a while. They actually got back together to play this at his inaugural ball. Really? I didn't know that. That's interesting. Ran the fox with Bill. Ran the fox with Bill. Ow. Yeah, totally. Um, But yeah. um, Yeah, but no, I really do love Fleetwood Mac. They're great. They really are. Yeah, Rumors is their best album, just saying. Yeah. You know who we really got to talk about? And we didn't talk about this person during Black History Month. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about Aretha Franklin, right? We got to talk about Aretha. Aretha. Aretha That is like, that is like sacrilege. Yeah. That is like absolute sacrilege. Like, she is. Of all time, top five greatest vocalists. She is on it. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, anyone? R-E-S-P-E-C-T. You know, that wasn't an original song by her. Who wrote it? It was actually d- originally done by Otis Redding. Uh, oh, really? I thought it was reversed for some reason. Oh, that's cool. It, yeah, it was actually done by Otis Redding, and that and this song actually became an anthem for the feminist movement of the late sixties, early seventies. Rightfully so. What you want? Baby, I got it. R E S P C T. Find out what it means to me. R E S P C. It's such a good song, uh, and she's great too. Aretha Franklin is an incredible singer too. If you if you have not heard Aretha Franklin's. Songs. She brought President Obama to tears. She's that good. She's, She's that, that freaking good. She's that good of a singer. She's that good of a just that that incredible of a person. She was incredible. So, yeah, I I remember when she passed away a few years ago. That was that was tough. It was. It was very difficult. Yeah, and uh, you want to hear a funny thing here? Um. Ariana Grande sang at her funeral. I didn't know that, really. She sang the song Natural Woman. You make me feel that song. Yeah, yeah. And um and the um and at the um at the um after she sang, the pastor comes up to her and says, First of all, I think you did a wonderful job. She says, Well, thank you, going, but I gotta tell you something. I'm very embarrassed to say that. And she's like, What did you do? And I'm like, Well, when I was looking over the program. And it said, and I was, because I'm, I'm old. I'm 60 something years old. I was talking to my 20 something year old daughter. Oh, and yeah. it said, Ariana Grande was performing. And I said, I thought that was a menu item at Taco Bell. Oh my God. <laughs> and she's like trying to laugh, but she's like cringing at the same time. She's like, Oof. she's like, give her your respect. I'm like, oh, come on. That performance was no freaking Aretha Franklin. Nobody can replace Aretha. No, Aretha's great. Like, yeah, she is. She's a big woman, but she can she can sing. Yeah, she was, she belted out everything. She was great. 
And I'm not um, trying to body shame her. Please don't take it that way, folks. But no, no she, she can was, sing. She was a brilliant singer. She was a freaking icon. Yeah. Um. All right. Anything else on Aretha or no? Um. I. It. it I just want to say this one last thing here. It wasn't just. It wasn't just. Um. It wasn't just because she was a woman that made success. This was a black woman who made in the, during this time. Yep. And she will forever be missed. Missed. And she is an icon. Forever. Ever. But, um, okay, what's another one? Um, you know who we got to talk about? Who we got to talk about? JT, I'll hit you with my best shot. Oh, my God, really? I forgot about her. I, I, I wasn't even thinking of that. Pat Benatar, yeah. I think she's a big icon. She's not even in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet. That is a shame. Eminem is gonna might get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before she does. That's a shame. Now hear me out for a sec. She is nominated this year, but she also is gonna be most. She's in the top five to be inducted this year. You, she better get in. Her and Dolly Parton are both gonna be in soon. Which we'll talk about in a sec. Yeah, Pat Benatar. You want to go? You want to go off on this one? Yeah. Um. Mostly everybody knows her for. But um, mo- hit, me with, hit me with your best shot. But hit me with your best shot, which is a great song. And uh, but I know her for Heartbreaker. Heartbreaker, I think that song's okay. You know what my favorite song by her though is what? Love is a battlefield. Oh, that's a great one. That is a great song. Um, yeah, and she is an iconic. She's just so iconic. She is. She's incredible. Like she better get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. She better. I hope, but I hope. And no offense to Eminem. If Eminem gets in over her, though, I, I fixed, fixed, fixed. This is the whole thing is fixed. I second that, buddy. I call for a recount. Yeah, Be a random guy with a microphone. I'm calling for a recount. Yeah, Pep Benatar has got to be. She's been nominated a couple of times. And you know, after after Dolly Parton, I got one more too. So, yeah, we got a few more after this, actually. Um, yeah, yeah but um. I think she became one of, you know, Stevie Nicks was one of the first big women to lead a band, but I, in rock, but you know, and I'm, I know you're talking like, oh, women can have success. You're damn right they can because. Yeah. Look at. Yeah, I love Pat Benatar. She is awesome. She's great. Yeah. Okay. What's your next one? Uh, I just had it too. I, I'll get to I'll get to a couple more in a second, but Dolly Parton. Oh uh, yes, want to talk about her for a sec? How can you not love Dolly Parton? She's great. Even if you don't love country music, yeah, she's just she's just a loving person. She's just so sweet. She really is. She's great. And you know, she actually does this whole book program where she gives like every kid a book or something like that. Really, I didn't know that. And she's like committed to helping kids in her state graduate. She's just a, she's a national treasure. She really is. She is. She's just such a national treasure. Her song nine to five is like a feminist icon is like a feminist anthem. It really is. It just, it, it, it's just, 
what can you not say about her? She's great. I mean, she's incredible. She's just so. And I, I remember um, she actually, uh, I saw her on Larry King live one time, Larry King, may he rest in peace. Um, yep. And they were actually talking to her about, to her about, um, you know, she had just recently released the movie um, Joyful Noise, mm-hmm. Queen Latifah. Yeah. And she told this story, which, um, because she was taught, because this was around the time when a lot of LGBT progress was being made. And she goes, "Well, you know, she says, what What do you think that you? What is it like that you have a um a following in the gay community?" She goes, "I think it's wonderful." And she's going, well, "What do you think about some of your more conservative fans?" She goes, "Well, I remember when I was um when I was in high school, I graduated with a um, African American girl named whose last name was also Parton." Uh. And everyone picked on me for that. She goes, what is she your sister? She goes, yes, she is. And she goes, and the funny thing is, Queen Latifah, her real last name is Owens. Owens. And she goes, and that was my mother's maiden name. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, um, fun fact, um, you know, Dolly Parton originally recorded I Will Always Love You? Yes, I did know that. Yeah. And you know what artist wanted to do it, but she declined? Who? The king of rock and roll himself, Elvis Presley. Wow. She turned down Elvis Presley. Wow. That's crazy. She turned down freaking Elvis Presley. Back in the day, yeah. And, And we all know who perfected it. Yes. Yes. Whitney Houston perfect. Like Dolly's version is fine. It's not awful. It's fine. But Whitney Houston freaking perfected it. Yeah, she she has a lot of she had a lot of range. So yeah, but um yeah, but I, I'm sorry, it's like what can't you say about her? I think she's great. She's just so amazing. She and she's just so I've seen interviews with her. She seems so sweet. Oh yeah, totally. And and um okay, you got anyone next? I do actually. I have um I was I was going to go with some groups if that's okay. Go right ahead. The Supremes. We've talked about that a little on Black History Month, but we we we, we did, I, I just wanted to mention mention the name on this broadcast. We did talk about them a lot. On Black History, but they, for those who don't know, one of the best female groups of all time. They are black. They are incredible. They, we love them. The Supremes. May they they are forever in music history, as some of the best of the best. Truthfully, uh, I thought I, I, I don't want to go in depth with them here, but I wanted to talk about them for a sec. Um, we actually forgot one, Bill. As far Ooh. as the seventies and eighties, Blondie. Oh, we forgot about Blondie. Yeah, one way. Call or me. Call me. Yeah. Yeah, and you know who saw them in concert? Who? Mr. Daniel Zuckerman. Lucky Duck. Yeah, he saw them in concert. He saw her concert. He saw her her at concert. And he she thought he thought she was great. I'm sure she is. She's Blondie. Um, she, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I the only really song I know by her is "Call Me." Um, any other song I I think I know? Heart of Glass. 
Oh yes, hard and last. I'm sorry, oh, I had a I had a brain fart. One way or another. Oh, another. oh guess there that you. too. I'm sorry. I'm There's three right fart. there. Brain fart. Now, I really two. like those songs. Those are like 80 staples right there. Yeah, they're really catchy too. They really are. Yeah. One way. I'm gonna get you. I'm, I'll get you. I'll get you. Nah. Yeah, very, very good stuff. Um, I, I, that's all I really. I, that's all I really have for Blondie. Um, I, do you have anything else for Blondie at all, or no? No, I do not have anything else for Blondie. Okay, well, let's go to our next one, shall we? Um, what was a Blondie cover band called? Burnett. <laughs> that would be funny. Um. Do you have any else you want to go off of or no? Uh, okay, I, I have two more groups if you want. If I can go okay, off what are the two group. more groups? And I have two more. And then we'll end after that. The Go Go's? The Go Go's. You ever heard of the Go Go's? They got the beat. They got the they, beat, baby. We got the beat. We got the beat. Yeah. yeah. We, got we got the got beat. The, they, they got inducted in the Rock and Roll Fame, I think, a year or two ago. Last year, I think they got inducted. Yeah. We got, we got the time. Beat. We got the beat. Oh, and how many, our lips are sealed. Yeah, and the and the song "Vacations" all I ever wanted. It's such a good song. Ugh. I I first heard that in a Rugrats episode. I know that's embarrassing to mention. Oh, you're fine. I I heard I heard them. Um, I, I, I have a summer playlist. It's like literally like literally like a hundred something hours long. It's great. But the vacation one is in there. I'm like, it's such a great song. The vacation song is great. Um, I love the Go Go's. I think they're very talented as well. They're they an all so, female group too. All, uh, you know, it's funny. Back in the day, people were like, "Oh yeah, women can write their own songs." This is crazy. Yeah, you dumbass man. Of course, women can write songs. Come on. Anyways, anyways, there's one more group I want to mention besides the the Go Go's. You, you ready? Ready. Let's do it. I could talk about them more personally. Are the Bangles? JT, are you ready to walk like an Egyptian? Oh, yeah. Are you ready to have a Manic Monday next week, bud? Just another Manic, manic. Monday. So the, 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 whenever someone says Manic Monday, they always I always think of the Bengals. Um, the Bengals hit song, uh, Manic Monday. And also Eternal Flame is another good one. Um, or ha- Head of Her Heels was the go-go. But, like, the Bengals were so awesome. They're, they are incredible. Um, and four talented writers. Who are just incredible, incredible artists. I mean, I'm I'm surprised they're not inducted in the Rock and Hall of Fame yet either. They're not in yet. They're not in. No, they should be though. At some point, I hope soon. Uh, the Bangles. I don't really know much of their stuff except Manic Monday and Walk Like an Egyption. Eternal Flame is a good one too. You gotta listen to Eternal Flame. Yeah. And they've had other hits as well. Oh yeah, now they they are they're really good, and Susanna um, Hoffs is really good too. She's a really talented singer, um, truthfully. So, uh, in your room is another one, Jack. I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to think of that. Um, anything else for the Bengals, bud? Nah, I think I am good. Um, but okay, I got a few more here. Go ahead, your go. Okay, I'm going more modern stuff here now, folk. Yeah, what do you got? I had two in mind, but I added another one. We got to go with J-Lo. Jennifer Lawrence? Lopez. Oh, sorry. I'm wrong one. I'm sorry. I'm thinking the wrong person. Wrong J. Wrong J-Lo. My bad. 
Yes, Jaylen. we all know Bennifer's back together. We've known that for months. Um, 2004 call. They whooped their they whooped their celebrity couple obsession back. Um, Literally. 2003. Um. Anyway. Anyways. Um, no, but anyway, I love J-Lo. She's great. She's awesome. She's very talented. I think she's very pretty too. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I love Let's Get Loud. Mm-hmm. You heard that one. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. Yeah, that's a good one. Jenny from the Block. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see what other ones. I really like On the Floor with her and Pitbull. Oh, yeah. Screw you, Pitbull. Um, yeah. Darling. But Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. But she is awesome. And and you know what? I want to say something to all the freaking sexist pigs out there. To all you freaking incels. Her halftime show with Shakira was one of the best halftime shows ever. So shut up. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. You heard it here first. No, because I don't know if you, you remember that halftime show, her and Shakira. I could, yeah, I, 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 I forgot about it until you said it, but yeah. Because I thought it was great. I loved it. But yeah. everyone else was, oh my God, it's too sensual. Oh my God, it's the children. Think of the children. Think of the children. It's all legs, legs. No, women are supposed to be prim and proper and covered from head to toe. No, how dare they? And oh my God, and, and 15 years before that, we saw Janet Jackson's boobs. Oh my God. Do me a favor and get a life because. No, because I saw some channels on YouTube of some women going, I'm going to write letters after that halftime show about kids saw it. I'm sorry about that, JT. I had to go on that little rant. Um, This has been Rants with Bill. This is It's time! Oh, Anyways. Justin? Where's Justin go. when we need him? He does that better. I know. Um, But anyway... um. That aside, yeah, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I just really had to get all that out. Um, you're good, you're good. Um, yeah, but yeah, if you were complaining about that, you seriously need a life. Um, but no, I love Jennifer Lopez, I think her music is absolutely great. I think her and Shakira on that halftime show were absolutely freaking fantastic. Yep, and and um. And yeah, so okay, and now we 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 got to talk about this next one, Beyonce. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it, buddy. Well, Jay Z did. He sure did. Good for him. Like, I um, you, you, this is all you, buddy. You don't know anything about Beyonce, I guess. I it's not that I don't know any. It, I, I, I'm I, I'm a fan of her. I just I just don't know much about her. So I'm leaving it up to you. Okay, single ladies is great. Um, the crazy in love song. So crazy right now. That's a good one too. Um, 
God, I can't think of a lot of Beyonce songs right now. Well, because we we've been going for almost two hours, so. Um. Yeah, we were going for a long time. Yeah, my brain's starting to fry out. Um. Yeah. But she's great. She really is awesome. Um, I really like her stuff with Destiny's Child, though, too. Okay. Yeah, we're going way back in time there. Back in time, baby. Back in time. Do, 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 baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, um. She's great, though. Yeah. Um, like I said, I really like, um, Crazy in Love. That's a good one. Yeah, Crazy Love's good. Um, Crazy in Love. Um, Trying to find out what's the other one until the end of time with Justin Timberlake. That's a good one too. Single ladies we talked about. Um Who Run the World Girls? That Yeah, no, she's great. Oh, she's awesome. Yeah. She she was the second biggest, the second biggest. Act since Michael Jackson as a solo artist. Think about really? it. Really? Like well, think about it like that. Yeah. As a, wow. I did not know a, that. To come out of a group and become solo. Yeah. Wow. That is awesome. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Good. One more we got to do. Which one? Adele. We actually got, I got one more after you, and then we'll call it a night. Adele's great. Oh, my but, God. And I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. She only puts out a few albums every couple of years. So what? A lot of people do that. But you know what? She, yeah, I noticed that she does an album, goes away for a little bit. That's totally fine. Ed Sheeran does that too. Come on, guys. Then a few years later, she puts out a new album. I remember when she, the song Rolling, <laughs> Rolling in the Deep was everywhere. Oh my god! And and what's the other one? Like, um, really on the oh. deep is somebody like you and uh, someone like you, someone like you, and also make you feel my love. Just as a quick side, is a Bob Dylan cover. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Now, she she has a lot of success. Leaving you for um, she's great. I remember um, years later when she put out that other album. Hello was everywhere. Hello was everywhere in 2015 or 2016. And I remember people were trying to get concert tickets for Adele. It was like... Yeah, it's tough. It, it was like trying to get tickets to Game 7 of the World Series. Or the Super Bowl. Yeah, because it was near impossible. And then she goes away again. Yeah, and then she comes back. And then she comes back. But she's you know brilliant. What? She can keep going away and coming back. You know why? Because she makes a bunch of success. She brings success wherever she goes, guys. She may she brings success wherever she goes. Oh yeah, I, I, she she's great. And, you know, it's she's honestly really really talented. So yeah, she is really talented. Yep. And you want to know something? This was like the biggest. This was like the biggest. Revenge ever that there was this um I don't know if you remember this was like back in 2012 yeah um when she really um there was this um 
I forgot what he was. He's you see, he's so insignificant. I can't even remember his name. Oh wow! <laughs> but anyway, um, I think he was like a fashion designer or something, or a oh, music yeah. critic or something. I, I forgot again. This is he's so insignificant. I can't even remember his name. Right, um, right, right. That's how insignificant he is. Um, yeah, he made some comments about Adele's weight. Oh, good God. He made some very rude comments about Adele's weight. A jerk. And he's like, oh, my God, look at her. She's so fat. Not those exact words, but something along those lines. I can't remember the exact words. Going, but she doesn't. She's very talented, but she's very big. She needs to go on a diet like I do. I, I do diet cola. And the biggest thing I eat is fish. Basically body shamed her. What an oh, my God. I don't know if you remember this, but I, I do because I'm old. But um, right. what was that, JT? It's all right. Go ahead. I remember this because I'm old. But yeah, it's all good. Anyway. Um, but anyway, she <laughs> she ended up proving him wrong. I think she won like six Grammys. Yeah. Because I remember for a while she was on hiatus because she was having surgery on her vocal cords. Yeah. And I remember she was on stage that night singing Rolling in the Deep. Um, and everybody in that in that audience was applauding. Yeah. And she there was she, no one sitting down. No, no, of course. And I'm like, not. I hope that asshole is watching it right now, drinking his diet cola and eating his fish and vegetables while Odell won six Grammys and brought the freaking house down. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, folks. Body shaming is something I do not tolerate. Um, nope. But yeah, but yeah. And you know what? And I want to put in a, when we talked about Beyonce, I got to say this. Another thought from our dear friend, Daniel Zuckerman. He thinks Beyonce is overrated. Oh, oh, hey, God. Opinion and he's entitled to it. I know, but I'm just, yeah, that's fair. But he said... Here's what he said. He goes, Beyonce do a great show. She has to have dancers and pyrotechnics. With someone like Adele, all she has to do is open her mouth. That's true. All she has to do is open her mouth and she puts on a hell of a show. It takes talent. She Now, I'm not saying Beyonce is not talented, but... No, of course. Again, Daniel Zuckerman is entitled to his own opinion. Yes. This is America. <laughs> this is America. But anyway, yeah, I think Adele is freaking awesome. Yeah, she's great. I got what one more before we call it a night? Yeah, let's one more. Cool. Taylor Swift. Seriously. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Go on. We love Tay Tay here at the Super Review Show. Come on, guys. Uh, I'm not going to too in depth with it, but basically, look, look, put it this way Taylor Swift is an artist I truly respect. Because she started out, she came first, she came across the airwaves like a country singer. You know, she's doing her thing. You know, she's just, she's become like her own, like, she's become her own, like, you know, um, she's become a, her own, like, pop star in a sense. Her most, two, two, her two most recent albums, not, not the red, the, the redo of her album that got like a, then she had to redo it, but like folklore and evermore, I thought were steps in a very, very curiously unique direction for her. 
I, I got to tell you the truth. I think those two, those might be some of the best albums released in the past, like, like probably t- 10 years, 20 years. Because folklore and Evermore are like completely influenced by like folk music of the 60s. It's not <laughs> shake it off. It's not style. It's not like it's, it was one of the best selling albums of 2020. And it is incredible. Like she has, musically speaking, it's kind of like Bob Dylan meets Taylor Swift. I think she's incredible. This is this is just a testament of how powerful she is as an artist. Uh, but she is, she's incredible. I mean, she's she wrote it while she was in quarantine. She released it later, but it became one of the quickest, like most fast, like selling. And I know some, I know some hardcore Taylor Swift fans are like, what? Why would she do this? Like, why would she go to like these different measures of like making an album like this? I got to tell you the truth. I think she did an incredible job with those two albums. And, and obviously Fearless and Red, the Taylor's versions are great, too. Um, I, I think she's great. Well, but what's your take on Tay Tay? I like some of her stuff. Um, the pop stuff I kind of like. Country stuff's OK. I haven't listened to a lot of her recent stuff, but um, yeah. I, I like her. I don't despise her. No, some but, people hate her. You know, her. I was stuck in the 20, what is it, um, 2010 when I when it was the whole she's got a new boyfriend, aka future song title. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I was yeah. Again, folks, I'm old. Um, but anyway, um I, I genuinely like her. And you know what? I don't I don't get why people dislike her because she she's she does seem very nice too she's very very sweet she's very nice yeah because I, I remember something i wanted to throw my throw something at my tv and you know what i'm talking about one of the worst moments in human history yep go ahead and the winner is and and this involves someone else we talked about and the winner is taylor swift you belong to me thank you so hey hey taylor I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had the greatest music video of all time. Of all time. Kanye, if you're listening to this, you're an idiot. And and I remember Taylor just walked off the stage crying. And, and Kanye's probably getting ready to sit next to Beyonce and go, see Beyonce, I put her in her place. And like... And you know what? Again, to Beyonce's credit, when she won something later on that night, she said, you know what, Taylor, come back up. Finish your speech. Yep. She said, Finish your speech. Come back up. That was classy. That was really classy. And that's why I will always have respect for Beyonce. Because she Beyonce. did. Yeah. Well, Kanye, what, like, you know what? God, going on a tangent here. And, and Kanye did the same thing a few years later with Beck. Said, he should give one of his awards to Beyonce. Show some respect for artists. I'm like thinking, if I'm Jay-Z, I'm thinking, does Kanye, is Kanye obsessed with my wife? If I was Jay-Z, I mean, listen, Kanye, stop obsessing over my wife. Stop saying she should get awards or I'm going to kick your ass. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. But um, he's gone gone, gone even more crazy now, but we're not here to discuss that. Um, No, we're, we're empowering women by talking about this. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I went off on a tangent. Um, you're good. I went off. No, on but it. did you um? 
But yeah, um, no, I really do love Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, I think her music's good. Like some of it, it's a little cheesy. Some of it's a little cheesy for me, but hey, if that's what you enjoy, that's what you enjoy. Like, again, like she, she really got big when I was in like high school. So I don't think I was the target demographic. Right. But. No, I like her. I, I I think she's very talented. I think she has a lot of good songs. Um, I like Love Story. Shake It Off is kind of a guilty pleasure of mine. Shake It Off is a bop. Let's be real. You Belong to Me is kind of a guilty pleasure. Yeah, we, we talked about that in our guilty pleasure show. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what I have to say about Miss... And We're Never Getting Back Together. Great song. Yeah. It's a bop. It but, is, um, is that it, bud? Yeah, that is it. Well, listen, for those of you out there who are women and who listen to our show, we love you. You're amazing. You're awesome. You are. You do great things every day. You do incredible things all the time. And we truly appreciate all you've done. And we just want to say, as from all of us here at the Super Show, we want to say thank you to all of you for being supportive and being incredible human beings on this earth. Go women. You guys are outstanding. You know, you guys do women. Go girls. You got this. You got you this. gals are outstanding. Oh, yeah. But that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you so much for watching, listening, however you streamed us tonight. And uh, that's just uh, some, we wanted to shed some light on some positively awesome women in music, movies, and television shows. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Sports and I'm just kidding. Hey, don't forget to check out the Sports Insanity podcast and Sports Insanity Network. March Madness is, is coming up next week. So. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Stay tuned for, for what we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be doing a lot of stuff for March Madness this year, folks. So Crazy check it out. Ahead. Crazy times ahead for them over at the Sports Insanity Network. Yep. So, I'll still be here. Don't worry, JT. I'll still be here. I hope. <laughs> um, no worries. But that's gonna do it for us, guys. Thank you so much for watching home and streaming. Hope you enjoyed us tonight. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out, and we'll see you guys then. Stay 